light. Grant, we pray, that we who have known the mysteries of his light on earth may also delight in his gladness in heaven. Who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever. A reading from the book of Isaiah. The people that walked in darkness has seen a great light. On those who live in a land of deep shadow, a light has shone. You have made their gladness greater. You have made their joy increase. They rejoice in your presence as men rejoice at harvest time, as men are happy when they are dividing the spoils. For the yoke that was weighing on him, the bar across his shoulders, the rod of his oppressor, these you break as on the day of Midian. For all the footgear of battle, every cloak rolled in blood, is burnt and consumed by fire. For there is a child born for us, a son given to us, and dominion is laid on his shoulders, and this is the name they give him, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Wide is his dominion in a peace that has no end, for the throne of David and for his royal power, which he establishes and makes secure in justice and integrity. From this time onwards and forever, the jealous love of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to Titus. God's grace has been revealed and it has made salvation possible for the whole human race and taught us that what we have to do is to give up everything that does not lead to God and all our worldly ambitions. We must be self-restrained and live good and religious lives here in this present world while we are waiting in hope for the blessing which will come with the appearing of the glory of our great God and Saviour, Christ Jesus. He sacrificed himself for us in order to set us free from all wickedness and to purify a people so that it could be his very own and would have no ambition except to do good. The word of the Lord. the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Amen. 
Caesar Augustus issued a decree for a census of the whole world to be taken. This census, the first, took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to be registered. So Joseph set out from the town of Nazareth in Galilee and travelled up to Judea to the town of David called Bethlehem since he was of David's house and line, in order to be registered together with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them at the inn. In the countryside close by, there were shepherds who lived in the fields and took it in turns to watch their flocks during the night. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them. They were terrified, but the angel said, Do not be afraid. Listen, I bring you news of great joy a joy to be shared by the whole people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And here is a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly, with the angel, there was a great throng of the heavenly host praising God and singing, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace to men who enjoy his favour. The Gospel of the Lord. The story of the birth of Christ which we have just heard and know so well is told by St. Luke as a nighttime event. It was while the shepherds were watching their flocks by night that the angels appeared to them and proclaimed the good news of a wonderful event that had just taken place. A saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. It is the same good news that is proclaimed to us tonight and that brings us together in this church long after the sun has set at a time when most of us would probably already be in bed. The story of the birth is told as an event in which a great light shines. The shepherds were watching their flocks when the glory of the Lord shone around them. This light of God's presence did not eliminate the darkness, but shone in the midst of it. This year has been another difficult year for many. And once again, 
We face uncertainties regarding our health, our jobs, our travel and visits, and simply our ability to meet and share with our friends and family. Because it's been a darker year for many, the opening line of tonight's first reading can resonate all the more with us. The people that walked in darkness has seen a great light. This Christmas, as we continue to walk in the darkness of this pandemic and so many other uncertainties, we're invited to open ourselves up to the great light of the birth of Christ. The Feast of Christmas celebrates the shining of God's light into the midst of the gloom in which we often find ourselves. Each of our lives has its own personal drama, but tonight we're invited to let ourselves be drawn into a drama that is larger than our own, the drama of God's loving relationship with us. The child that was born to Mary and Joseph has been born to each one of us. Yes, the one born of Mary wants to make his home in each of our lives this Christmas and throughout the coming year. The birth of Jesus reveals God's desire to draw close to us. Not only do we celebrate at Christmas God's desire to draw close to us, but Christmas can bring each of us closer to God. As the humble shepherds and the mysterious magi were both drawn to the stable in Bethlehem, we too can find ourselves drawn to the God who loves us so much that he became as vulnerable as a newborn child for our sakes. In speaking to the shepherds, the angels describe their message as news of great joy. God wants each of us to find joy in being unconditionally loved. St. John says at the beginning of his Gospel, which we will listen to tomorrow, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. We each have our own share of darkness, and for each of us the darkness is different. Whatever darkness we may find ourselves in this Christmas, we're invited this night to allow ourselves to be bathed in the light of that wonderful news that the angels announced to the shepherds. Tonight, in the town of Bethlehem, a Saviour has been born to you. To you, to each of us personally, Wherever and however we find ourselves this Christmas, tonight's feast invites us to look up, as it were, with the shepherds in the Gospel reading. We hear for ourselves the words the shepherds heard. Do not be afraid. Listen. I bring you news of great joy, a joy to be shared by the whole people. Today a Saviour has been born to you. A child has been born for all of us, 
whoever we are. The birth of a child is, of course, a wonderful time for any family, a time of grace. Tonight we celebrate a birth that has graced us all and continues to grace us all. Christmas is indeed a feast of light. At Christmas we celebrate the coming into the world of the true light who enlightens everyone. The glory of the Lord shone around the shepherds and shined around all of us. We are invited to stand under that light and to allow that light to fill us and renew us. We're not asked to do anything to make this light shine. It's there. It is given to us. A free Christmas gift. A genuine gift is not something we have worked for or have earned or deserved. It is simply given to us out of love. And all that is asked of us is that we receive the gift and the love that it expresses. Jesus is God's greatest gift to us. In the child of Bethlehem, God accepts us as we are and loves us without any merit on our part. All that he asks is that we receive this gift of his Son and live this faith in our lives. There used to be a tradition, especially in Ireland, of a candle being lit in the window of a Catholic home on this night. Perhaps this Christmas we can light a candle in our window or at our tables to symbolise the sharing of Christ's light with those around us, those we encounter. God has freely shared his life and light with us. With whom, in this next year, will we share that light with? May we, who have been filled with that joy and light this Christmas, be strengthened to reach out to share this gift with others, to ease their darkness and uncertainty. Tonight, the child whose birth we celebrate is the light of God's love shining upon us. May that love fill us all with every blessing and grace this night. And on behalf of the monastic community here, I wish you all a happy, holy and peaceful Christmas.
who still walk in darkness without the light of Christian faith, may they soon be liberated from their doubts and fears through an awareness of God's love revealed through the birth of his Son. We pray for peace in our troubled world, that the darkness of war and injustice may be replaced by the light of peace and love. We remember, too, members of our armed forces serving abroad and their families at home. We pray for those who find Christmas a sad or lonely season, for those who are homeless or refugees. We remember, too, all the sick and for those who have suffered bereavements this year. For ourselves, that we may be a source of light to a darkened world. We ask the intercession of our Blessed Lady, the Immaculate Mother of the Newborn King. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners now and at the hour of our death. In the silence of our hearts, we bring before the Lord our own needs and intentions.
pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the oblation of this day's feast be pleasing to you, O Lord, we pray, that through this most holy exchange we may be found in the likeness of Christ, in whom our nature is united to you, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For in the mystery of the Word made flesh, a new light of your glory has shone upon the eyes of our mind, so that as we recognize in him God made visible, we may be caught up through him in love of things invisible. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. indeed holy O Lord and all you have created rightly gives you praise for through your Son our Lord Jesus Christ by the power and working of the Holy Spirit you give life to all things and make them holy 
and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. <coughs> For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your Church, and, recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourselves, Grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, who sent Gregory the Great, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis our Pope and Declan our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. 
In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the harmony spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter my life, but only say the word, and my soul shall. 